Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, recognizing the value of financial advice since 1937. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. It's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it. Figure out a way to generate new jobs, that is. And being this is an election year, that's no easy task when the folks in Washington know their own jobs could be on the line. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Progressive Insurance with more than 30,000 local independent agents. Information available at Progressive.com. And by CSX, whose trains move a ton of freight 436 miles on one gallon of fuel to help reduce fuel consumption. CSX, how tomorrow moves. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Bob Moon in for Kai Rizdahl. Thanks so much for joining us on this 201st anniversary of the 16th president's birth. Honest, it's Friday, February 12th. Lawmakers are telling us that creating jobs will be the top priority when they return from the President's Day recess on George Washington's birthday 10 days from now. But those on-again, off-again bipartisan negotiations in the Senate have fallen apart. A frustrated Senate Majority Leader now intends to bring up a dramatically scaled-back bill of business tax incentives for the hiring of new employees. Our Washington Bureau Chief John Dimsdale sorts out some of the differences over what's the best way for the government to stimulate jobs. Majority Leader Harry Reid scrapped a bipartisan agreement to spend $85 billion on a wide range of tax breaks for businesses. Instead, he's pushing a $15 billion bill with a limited number of tax incentives for small businesses to hire and retain new employees. All of these efforts are puny efforts at creating jobs. Lawrence Michel is president of the Economic Policy Institute. He backs $400 billion worth of infrastructure projects, aid to state and local governments, and extensions of unemployment benefits and food stamps. This alone would create 900,000 jobs by giving money to people who have a lower standard of living because they've lost their job. They're not saving it. They're going to spend it throughout the economy. But spending money on social safety net programs is not an efficient way to generate jobs, says University of Southern California finance professor Larry Harris. Paying people to remain unemployed doesn't get much value from those people. We better to use the money to employ them, at a minimum picking up litter on the sides of our highways. Harris says the Senate has the right idea, tax incentives for businesses to hire new workers. Congress ensures that people are only hired if a private employer thinks that it's worth hiring the person. But Michelle says companies won't hire until they see more demand for their goods, and putting money in the pockets of the poor and unemployed will generate that demand. In Washington, I'm John Dimsdale for Marketplace. Elsewhere on the Hill, a leading Democrat and a key Republican have agreed to work together on financial reform legislation, and they're setting aside the idea of a standalone Consumer Financial Protection Agency. Marketplace's Nancy Marshall Genzer reports the new focus is on things they can agree on. They've been dubbed the Dodd Couple. Senator Christopher Dodd, the Democrat who chairs the Senate Banking Committee, and Republican Bob Corker of Tennessee. They want to hammer out a bill that would prevent another financial crisis. I'm an optimist about financial reform legislation. Douglas Elliott is a former investment banker now at the Brookings Institution. He thinks a bill could pass. 
and I think it'll do about two-thirds of what we need it to do. Elliott says a bipartisan bill could give one government agency, probably the Federal Reserve, the job of keeping tabs on financial risks that could threaten the economy. Elliott says banks could be forced to keep more cash on hand, and the bill could create more transparency in markets for complex financial products. The bipartisan effort has its critics... All show no substance. Bill Black teaches economics at the University of Missouri, Kansas City. He says if the bill doesn't include a consumer financial protection agency to police banks and credit card companies... You're left with a a tutu that kind of barely a little bit covers that nothing's been done. Black also doesn't like the idea of giving the Fed more power. And Douglas Elliott says a stronger Fed could have a hard time popping the next bubble if it's making everybody rich. It's like trying to tell your teenage daughter not to go out with somebody, but you may not be able to make it happen. Even if you're the Fed. In Washington, I'm Nancy Marshall Genzer for Marketplace. And now that age-old question, what's in a name? Turns out interpretation is everything.